Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Should workers in Michigan make more money per hour? And what about the business owners in that scenario? We're raising your costs on every aspect of your business model. And then the ability to ship it to you has gone through the roof and is still going up at an alarming rate. But we don't want you to charge as much. A hike in the minimum wage is one of the hottest topics out there. Here in Michigan, it's confusing. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. What is a living wage? Like, how much money, at a minimum, do you have to make per hour to be able to provide for yourself and maybe for your family too. The federal government says it's $7.25 an hour. That's the federal minimum wage. It's $9.87 here in Michigan. Is that number too low? And who should decide if that number is too low, too high, or just right? Daily J associate producer Brian Fisher sat down with WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton to answer a really complicated question. Brian, how did we get here? This is going to take a little bit of a history lesson. Yeah. So this year we had two petitions that ended up on the ballot in Proposal 1 and Proposal 3. Well, in 2018, there was a similar thing that happened where there was a group that made a petition, got enough signatures, and presented it to legislation. And what happens is legislation has the opportunity before it goes on the ballot to adopt this into law. It was a group called One Fair Wage. They wanted to raise the minimum wage. And so what they did was they gathered enough signatures to get the issue on the ballot. And essentially what they wanted to do is they wanted to make it $12 an hour by 2022 and then 1303 per hour for 2023. Let's just start there, okay? Yep. Under the law, whenever there is a citizen initiative, the legislature gets one bite of the apple to do to adopt the proposal without it going to the voters. And in this case, they did that. Great. The legislature passed it. Didn't have to go to the voters. Forget the campaign. Done. But that's not the end of the story. What happened was then the legislature said, you know what? It's the law now, but why don't we amend it? And what they did was they said, we're only going to make the minimum wage $10.10 by 2023 and then $12 by 2023. 30. And so, of course, Brian, like everything else, this has spawned a fabulous court fight. What happens now? I mean, we're kind of in limbo here, right? Yeah. Uh, what happens now is nothing. We wait because we should know by the end of the year what the 
appeals court says, if they say that it is all right for the legislature that was within their rights, within their power to do this, or whether or not they had to wait, because that's the big hang up is not that the legislature didn't have the power to do this, but that that legislature didn't have the power is the big hang up is on whether or not they should have had to wait a cycle to the next legislature until the next election to make that amendment, whether or not the same people who accepted it had the right to then change it to whatever then they want it to read. Can the same legislature that adopted a citizen's proposal also amend that same proposal. Now, the lower court said, no, they cannot do that because effectively something called adopt and amend. And it's like bait and switch. And that's not right. I think this case will go to the Supreme Court because the issue is very clear. Legally, we want the legislature to have a say in doing whatever it wants to do. They're the voice of the people. If they want to adopt something, then they can change their mind. They certainly can do it. And then a citizens group can get another petition together and put it on the ballot. The other practical thing is we want to give some credence and some credibility to those citizens' petitions that do go out and, and abide by all the rules and get something on the ballot. We want the people to decide. We can talk about the law or governmental process all day, but let's not. What do business owners think, small business owners in particular? Kevin DeGrood owns North Center Brewing in Northville, a brewery with a full-service kitchen. Employee wages are always going to be a hot topic because you want to make sure that you establish yourself as a place where people want to work and how much they get paid is usually where that starts and ends. So having a wage that people can count on is a necessity. It's going to continue to be that way whether or not this law gets put into effect or not. I think in general, people are going to have to start viewing their business models a little differently. We work in a tipped society. Is that something that we can continue to do? Or is the burden of affording these employees going to be passed along to the employer as opposed to the customer? If the minimum wage shoots up, how will people like Kevin adjust? When we talk about food service, the margins are razor thin. So somebody's going to eat the cost of the wage increase. But who? My full-time staff, they are salaried. So that takes away the burden of a variable cost input and a fixed cost is easier to plan for and, and know your margins with. There's one thing I, I did with my place. Now, this doesn't work for everybody. When you are talking about how labor is going to impact your margin. I wish there was an easy number for you. Business-wise, you don't want your labor being more than 30% of your cost. That's like a maybe a rule. But, of course, that can be different depending on what your industry is. So I think you're going to have to look at how that impacts your margin, whatever your margins are. But it is going to make it more difficult to maintain your margins if you don't increase your prices. If you're paying your employees more than you were before, so a cost is increasing, and you want to maintain your price point, your margins will go down. Do you have the ability to do that? That's up to each business to decide. What about tips? Here in the States, we have a culture of tipping. That's not a thing across the rest of the world. There are people, especially in the restaurant industry, that can make more money per hour with tips. But would an $11 an hour salary for tipped workers kill tipping culture? Luckily for us, we're a smaller place. So... Even the number of part-time employees that I have only add up to a couple of full headcounts. You just need to understand 
all right, if those people are, are working 40 hours a week, what do you need to do to pay them this new minimum requirement and also still be able to be profitable? I think the part of the equation that I think is being very, very highly underestimated is the impact it's going to have on these servers that actually prefer the tip system. They almost don't care to a certain extent what their hourly wage is because they're going to make much more per hour based on how good they are. The fight for 15 in 2018, it was more than just about money. It was about workers' rights. There is some language in the bill that Kevin says makes a difficult task of employing a staff that much harder. Another part of this bill that I think isn't getting enough press, <laughs> maybe here's, here's my opportunity, is the three days that employees are allowed to no-call, no-show. I find that to be pretty troubling. <laughs> you know, reliability has become a big concern with the labor force in general, not just in any one industry. And giving folks the ability to be less reliable, I think, is very concerning. Because the point of this, at least the, the end game, is to have better living wages for people. But better living wages shouldn't mean lack of accountability. Do you think this is a good idea? I mean, you already pay your full-time people, you know, a quote-unquote normal wage. I mean, so what do you think about this one? Just like any bill, there are parts that I think could be left out or improved upon in parts that are going to happen anyway. So my overall viewpoint is I definitely want there to be a legislative sweep to make the minimum wage higher. I think it's a good thing. Is there ever a good time to raise costs for a small business or business in general? And of course, the uh, businesses are going to say, no, there's never a good time for that. But at the same time, you have to start somewhere. The original bill, as it was proposed, had this incremental increase over a few years. And I took that out. I thought that was strange that they would do that because I thought that would allow people time to acclimate their business models, understand the changes they can make. Because I think it's kind of um, tough to solve. We're raising your costs on every aspect of your business model, no matter what it is, no matter what business it is. Everything is going up in cost. And then the ability to ship it to you is gone through the roof and is still going up at an alarming rate. But we don't want you to charge as much because people are out there are suffering because of inflation. But I find that to be a big contradiction that those that are putting these bills in place are kind of doing. They expect the business owners to take a big hit of that. Kevin is probably not alone in that he likes parts of the bill, but does not like the way it was handled. But if you remember, that's because the state legislature stripped it out. So the question becomes this. Should Michiganders as a whole decide laws, or should it be up to 100 people in a room in Lansing? Thank you to Kevin DeGrude, Brian Fisher, and Charlie Langton. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? You can subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.